This is the Green Business Podcast Show here on EPN. And now your host, Eric Dye. This is Eric Dye, and once again, welcome to the Green Business Podcast Show here on EPN, your channel for better informing you how to green your business, hear how others have made their business green, bring awareness to a green economy, and the advantages it brings to your community as a whole. Today, we're speaking with Mr. Stanley Janicki. He is the Chief Revenue Officer at Cedron Technologies, the developer of the VARCOR system, a highly efficient solution for processing liquid waste streams that concentrates and recovers the outputs into pathogen-free solid and liquid fractions. And Mr. Janicki, thanks for joining us here today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is an exciting opportunity. Hey, you're more than welcome. The pleasure certainly ours, and thanks for your time. So if you would, share a brief background about Cedron Technologies and its founding mission. Absolutely. Cedron Technologies was founded in 2014. Uh, it was spun out of an aerospace company, Janicki Industries, that my parents founded in the early 1990s. This aerospace company does large custom parts and tooling for various aerospace companies in the defense and commercial industries. In 2011, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation came to them and said, they're, they're located in Seattle, so there's a natural proximity, and they said, can you help us solve sanitation in developing countries with this out-of-the-box thinking that you'd use in the aerospace industry? So we spun off Cedron Technologies to initially focus on the developing countries, but then we realized that in the in the United States, there's a tremendous untapped potential to solve the environmental effects of wastewater and nutrient pollution, and of course, the emissions from the production of fertilizer. And we said, can we combine all of those things and solve all of them with a holistic solution? And that's what we've done with the VARCOR system. And that is certainly some tremendous news. Really appreciate the background details on that and your mission. Now, how does the VARCOR system work in converting human or animal wastewater into valuable outputs like water and fertilizer? Yeah, absolutely. This is a, a great question. I'm going to take a quick step back. Most people don't know how fertilizer is produced. But fertilizer is produced, nitrogen fertilizer is produced via the Haber-Bosch process, where essentially nitrogen gas from the atmosphere is combined with natural gas, a, car, a fossil fuel, and you produce ammonia, which is nitrogen fertilizer. That takes up about 3% of worldwide greenhouse gas emissions. Wastewater treatment plants also take about 3% of worldwide greenhouse gas emissions, and they take ammonia and they convert it back into nitrogen gas into the atmosphere. And it's an amazingly inefficient process. What we do with the VARCOR is we step in and close that loop. We recycle and capture ammonia that exists and other low boiling point constituents like that and displace the production of fossil fuel derived products. The way it works, the way the VARCOR works is we take these various wastewater streams that are high strength wastewater streams, whether they're in a wastewater plant from human waste or from a dairy or other uh, wastewater product, and we run it through an evaporative process known as mechanical vapor recompression which is an extremely efficient form of thermal evaporation that's used in desalination plants and recycling propylene glycol at airports. What we're able to do is produce a dry solid through this evaporative process and then distill out the ammonia, similar to the way the alcohol is distilled in distilleries to produce a perfect ammonia product that we can use to displace fossil fuel derived products, a solid fertilizer product that contains amazing nutrients, and of course, very clean, crystal clear, recyclable water. Certainly do appreciate the explanation on how the VARCOR system works. That is most helpful. Now, if you would speak about any ongoing projects or partnerships aimed at bringing the VARCOR system to new regions. Yeah, absolutely. We're currently in three main industries with the VARCOR. The first being municipal wastewater, where we'll actually take human waste and produce these viable byproducts. 
animal wastewater, which is where we'll go on the back of a large dairy and eliminate the need for a lagoon and of course the land application of dairy manure. And then we're also working with distilleries to take stillage from the back of the distilleries. I'll walk through some examples in each of these three industries. The first one in the wastewater industry, we have an operational regional septage and biosolids processing facility in South Seattle. That site is operational every day. It processes about 150,000 tons per year of human waste producing these same three products. It's operational, has a class A EQ biosolids permit, phenomenal site. We're building those similar sites in other states as well. We're developing one in Florida, developing one in California and Northeast. We're very excited about the potential for this because it's, it's solving so many problems related to nutrient pollution and the environmental impacts and the greenhouse gas emissions of human waste. The second in the dairy industry, uh, we have num several large projects, one in Indiana and one in Wisconsin uh, for large dairies. And what will happen when we install these systems? You'll no longer have methane emissions from lagoons. You'll no longer have nutrient pollution. We're going to start doing actual quantification of the environmental impacts, but our initial calculations show that a large dairy in Indiana will be a carbon neutral dairy after we start up our large system next year. So we're very, very excited about that. I think it has amazing potential for the environmental impacts of animal agriculture. Imagine drinking milk and sequestering carbon. That could be a phenomenal, phenomenal story. And then of course, in the distillery industry, right now, traditional distilleries, they make what's called uh, uh, distiller's grains on the back of it, where we can do it for substantially less energy than conventional processes to produce what's known as a dried distiller's grain. And then of course, that produces a, is a feed additive for various types of animal agriculture. Mr. Janicki, really do appreciate your visit with us here today. We're speaking with, once again, Mr. Stanley Janicki, the Chief Revenue Officer at Cedron Technologies, the developer of the Varcor system, a highly efficient solution for processing liquid waste streams that concentrates and recovers the outputs into pathogen-free solid and liquid fractions here on the Green Business Podcast Show, a part of EPN the Enterprise Podcast Network. Now, continuing on, how does the VARCOR system contribute to the broader goals of environmental and agricultural sustainability? Get into some of the details on that. Yeah, absolutely. As I mentioned before, current production of fossil fuel-derived fertilizer is about 3% of worldwide greenhouse gas emissions just for the production of ammonia nitrogen fertilizer. And of course, that doesn't even count the fact that geopolitical issues that Russia, for example, is 25% of the world production of ammonia. So if you take that view of like the incredible environmental impacts from that, imagine if you could capture nutrients that exist in existing animal agriculture and human waste for that matter, it displaced the production of that fossil fuel derived product. That's what we're doing with the nitrogen fertilizer we're creating. And even more so, because we're, dis we're taking a waste stream as the input to our system, that waste stream would have an in environmental impact, a deleterious impact into the environment, whether it's producing greenhouse gas emissions or nutrient pollution, or the fact that in animal agriculture, they have to till the fields when they apply the manure. If you can go to what's referred to as no-till farming, you can sequester carbon into the soil. So you can actually, this technology can allow animal agriculture to sequester carbon every year when they grow their crops. So it can really change the paradigm of how animal agriculture is completed, something we're very excited about. It's something to be excited about for sure. And again, we thank you for all you're doing in the space. Now, also, how do you see the wastewater management landscape changing, say, in the next decade with technologies like Varcor? Yeah, I like to use the term waste in quotation marks because people think of wastewater as something that needs to be disposed of. And really, wastewater plants are resource destruction. 
really we should think of it as resource recovery. Wastewater treatment plants for human waste should be upcycling centers. All sorts of things go into them and we should recapture them, things that come out of it, whether it's energy, whether it's nutrients, whatever it is, we should be able to recapture that and recycle it. There's no reason we should be wasting these products. And so technologies like the VARCOR can allow wastewater treatment plants to produce viable byproducts, whether it's cement kiln fuel, whether it's nitrogen fertilizer, whatever it is can allow these wastewater plants to reduce the entire environmental impact of society. Once again, Mr. Janicki, we want to thank you for taking a moment to be with us here today on the Green Business Podcast Show. And before you go, and lastly, any advice that you'd like to give other entrepreneurs or companies aiming to do what you're doing to address global environmental and health challenges? Absolutely. I think a key thing from my journey working here at Cedron over the last number of years is understanding how can you allow people to make money from solving environmental problems? Because the moment that something is financially sustainable, while it's also being environmentally sustainable, it will propagate tremendously. When you can have, when people can get rich off of solving environmental problems, everyone wants to be an environmentalist. So if you tackle business problems in a way that is solving environmental problems, you will succeed. And that is something that I can't say enough, is that you need to have a business proposition to solve the environmental problems, because a lot of the government incentives aren't there yet. Business needs to take a lead on this. And there are business, there are market inefficiencies that can be taken advantage of that simultaneously solve environmental problems. It's something I'm very passionate about. And I think that if new entrepreneurs in the space, if you approach it through a business lens while also solving the environmental problems, you will succeed. Certainly do appreciate your concluding remarks and advice there. I'm sure the listeners do as well. And if listeners wanted to get more information on Cedron Technologies, where's the best place online to do so? Yeah, you can go to our website, www.cedron.com. That's S-E-D-R-O-N.com. Take a look at our information there. We're also on LinkedIn. Uh, and of course, keep keep in touch. We'd love to, love to chat. And as always, listeners, you can find these links mentioned within the show notes of this broadcast. Mr. Janicki, all the best, and thanks so much for joining us here today on EPN. Thank you so much. Once again, we've been speaking with Mr. Stanley Janicki, the Chief Revenue Officer at Cedron Technologies, developer of the FireCore system, a highly efficient solution for processing liquid waste streams that concentrates and recovers the outputs into pathogen-free solid and liquid fractions. And for all the details, once again, visit Cedron. And this is Eric Dye, and you've been listening to the Green Business Podcast Show, a part of EPN, the Enterprise Podcast Network. Tune into our live location as we are streaming live 24-7 around the world at epodcastnetwork.com forward slash live. You can also find our live stream on iTunes Radio and TuneIn Radio, as well as the TuneIn Radio app for your listening convenience. And as always, we thank you for your support and for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Green Business Podcast Show here on EPN. For more information or to subscribe to this podcast, visit epodcastnetwork.com. This is the ePodcast Network.